0: Today, the first Sunday of October, is Respect Life Sunday. We commemorate that year after year after year. And most years when I get up to preach on Respect Life Sunday, I always feel like I'm preaching to the choir. You're here Sunday after Sunday, week after week, to celebrate the sacrament, to celebrate the greatest gift given to us, the body and blood of Jesus Christ? If you didn't respect life, would you be here to celebrate? But then, I've seen some of your Facebook accounts and your Twitter accounts, and I know we always don't respect life in every aspect. And part of the reason why I bring this up is because of the homily that Father Smith delivered last weekend. It didn't take long for me to get Messages, text messages, emails, voicemails. And it ran about 50 50. 50 in support of what he said, 50% that was shocked, dismayed, appalled at what he said last week. So after I listened to the recorded homily, I had him come to my office and I simply asked him would you have done anything differently last week? I wasn't being judgmental. I could have said, what should you have done differently last week? But I didn't. I said, would you have done anything differently last week? And he admitted that after he gave that homily that he had an unsettling feeling in himself over the next few days. And so at length, we had a long, serious conversation. Again, not being judgmental, but helping him uncover Why he delivered the homily the way he did last week, which led to much prayer and discernment on his own part to write an apology, which was put on our parish Facebook page on Friday, and which was also put out on our parish website. But because some of you probably have not seen the apology, I would like to read what he wrote. Father Smith says, I am sorry that last weekend, September 27 and 28, at all three masses, I preached a provocative homily that misrepresented God to the people. Whether you agree or disagree with what I preached is not the issue. What is the issue is that I abused my position as your priest during the homily. I exchanged God's message for my message, and I am truly truly sorry. A priest during the sacraments, especially the Mass, is acting in the person of Christ as head. I failed to live up to what this privileged position demands. Where Jesus would have brought unity, I brought division. Where he would have brought the good news, I brought Father Smith's news. I have been frustrated with much that has been going on in this country for a long time as many of you also have been. And I vented that frustration during the homily, which is absolutely not the appropriate time or place. I did a grave disservice to all of you. After much reflection and prayer, I have come to the conclusion that I really messed up. I humbly ask you to forgive me and give me another chance to be a good and holy priest. My duty is to minister to you, and help you know God, and know who God created you to be. I deeply desire to walk your faith journey with you, and to authentically open the scriptures with you. Please forgive me. Humbly yours, Father Smith. So part of the reason, as I said, to read that is, so if you were here last week and you did not already read his apology, that you have his apology. But the reason why I feel I need to go on about this is because so many of our parishioners over the last few days have put things out on Facebook saying that he had no need to apologize. He should not have apologized for what he said last week. But he did need to apologize. And the reason why, as he said, after he had his own prayer and discernment and reflection on what he said that the Holy Spirit convicted him that he misused this great privilege of standing up here and preaching. And what was it that was so wrong about what he did? He was judging. He was judging between one presidential candidate and the other. And while he did not mention Mr. Biden by name or Mr. Trump by name, he mentioned them as the presidential candidates whom you know who they are quite clearly. And he was holding up Mr. Biden and judging him to be a bad Catholic. And he was holding up Mr. Trump and judging him, even if he didn't realize it, to be a better follower of our Catholic social teaching than Mr. Biden. And that is not a job for any priest to do in front of his congregation. You see, over the last few weeks, we have been supplying you with the information on I Vote Catholic, which shows the seven essential factors of Catholic social teaching. We have been trying to give you information so that you can form your consciences, so that you can be educated in the matters of this election and vote according to Catholic Christian principles. It is not my job or Father Smith's job to distill this information for you and tell you who you should vote for. And that's what he did last week. And he realizes it was wrong. And so, yes, he needed to issue that apology. So I thank all of you who contacted me, one way or the other, either in support or because you were appalled at what he said. Because it was something that I needed to know, and I needed to know how you felt and how you took this in. But please, if you feel that he did nothing wrong, in your own humility, accept his apology. He doesn't apologize for the pro-life stance that he took because we all should be pro-life. He's apologizing for misleading you, for judging, and for basically telling you who you needed to vote for in this presidential election. No priest should ever do that. No priest should muddy the waters. But we should always help you and educate you and give you the best resources possible. You know, when we identify ourselves and we think of ourselves, we should first think of ourselves as God's beloved sons and God's beloved daughters. That is the first step towards respecting all life in all its forms from conception to natural death. To realize we are created in God's image, God's likeness. And we have this unique dignity that cannot be forfeited no matter what we think, no matter what we say, and no matter what we do. Even Hitler, with all of his atrocities, still kept human dignity because it cannot be forfeited. So we should always see ourselves first as beloved sons and beloved daughters of a Heavenly Father. Secondly, we should see ourselves as Christians. Thirdly, as Catholic Christians. Fourthly, Americans. But seeing ourselves as Republican or Democrat should be way down on the list, my brothers and sisters. And the reason why the Catholic Church doesn't endorse candidates or parties is because they all fall short. Neither presidential candidate is 100% behind the seven foundations of Catholic social teaching. Not one of them upholds it completely. Not one party upholds it completely. And so therefore, it is work for us Catholic Christians to educate ourselves on the issues, on the platforms, on the candidates, to use those seven foundations of Catholic social teaching in forming our consciences in how we vote and how we live.